right, welcome back to the second episode of Boston's Big Three. Uh, if you tuned in last week, you kind of knew what the aspect of the show, the whole premise of the show is. Again, I'm Ty. You're probably not here to watch me. You're probably here to watch GRD and Spike King. Uh, we're back with all three of us yet again. We have a lot to talk about. So, uh, GRD, Spike King, what is up? We out here. How you doing, Tyler? Doing solid. Just got back. Not a, not a good day for the Spike King. Very upset at numerous people. Both inside ride the wave and outside ride the wave. So oh. I have a lot of pent up anger today on here, and I think I'm going to get into a couple shouting matches because I'm just not just not in a good mood right now. You yeah. look like a fucking dork with that hat on. Stanley Cup <laughs> champions, baby. Boston Bruins. Yeah, they're Stanley Cup champions in my heart. So. Hey, I respect just wearing it everywhere. Where did you even get that? You just found it, like giving it away. They uh they were selling them outside after the game. Uh, five bucks a piece. I got three for five bucks. <laughs> That's a bargain. You look like a stupid idiot. Nothing new there. I have no shame in myself, of course. I can so. tell. Yeah. Speaking of no Speaking shame, of which Al Horford has to have no shame in his decision because Al Horford goes from I'd say Boston, not hero, but everyone loved Al Horford. He was a pro's pro. Did whatever Steven said. Didn't care about I don't know touches. Didn't care about scoring a bunch of points. Like he just did his job. Great Celtic. Everyone was like, not hope. Yeah, everyone was hoping he was coming back. Nobody really expected him to 100% come back. I don't think anyone saw him going to Philly. Al Horford signs a four year contract with the Philadelphia 76ers. And GRD, this leads me to ask you are you going to be cheering for Al Horford when he comes back to the garden? Hell no. He's going to be wearing blue and fucking red. I ain't cheering for Al Horford. He's dead to me. Listen to me. I told you last week. I wish Al Horford would walk in on his wife getting plowed by a couple guys. Didn't I say that? So <laughs> you did. <laughs> I, I hope he, she, he fucking walks in on the whole 76 is running the train on that bitch. <laughs> nah, whatever. He left. I'm pissed. If he went anywhere else, I would have been cheering for him. He's going to be with the 70 shit bags. I ain't cheering for that motherfucker. I can see like if he goes to LA because like everyone just wants to eventually go to LA. It's a good area. I can see if he goes to like a ring chasing team, which you could argue could be the Sixes right now. But even then, the Celtics have their number. Uh, Bucks have their number. Raptors, if Kawhi goes back, still a better team. So he's not really ring chasing. He just he just went to the biggest rivals that the Celtics had. Do you think this is? Do you think this is similar to the Ray Allen um, move? So initially, right when it went down, that's what I compared it to, but it's actually completely different. Like Ray Allen, like left a team that just beat us in the playoffs, like for way less money, like took the price cut, whatever. So it is completely different, but it still hurts. Like very similar. Like we never won shit with Al Horford, but like I thought that he was like, I don't know. I thought he was a better dude than that. I don't know. I, I probably sound salty to people that don't like the Celtics, but. If you put yourself in my situation, like Al Horford chucks up the deuces just because the Celtics wanted to move on from him because I don't believe that he was in their future plans and he goes to the Sixers. But then again, if you're Al Horford, you probably want to do that and chuck the finger to Boston. Even then with Allen, he was going to be coming back to the Celtics on a bench roll for less money sitting behind Avery Bradley. And if you're going to be a Hall of Famer towards the end of your career, might as well chase another ring, which he won. So, like, I, I've been on Ray Allen's side, although it kind of, like, stunk during the thing. But Al Horford, he's kind of, like, nobody's really given a bunch of heat. 
everyone's like, oh, congrats, Al. Like, good luck in your future stuff. I'm like, he went to the 76ers and nobody's like caring. Like, Kyrie goes to Brooklyn. We'll touch on that yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah. I don't understand how, well, I can't understand why, like, Kyrie, um, I guess we'll go to Kyrie right now. Kyrie goes to Brooklyn with. Uh, oh, wait, a minute. wait a minute. You didn't even ask me what my opinion is. I know you don't, you know, you don't <laughs> care because I'm an NBA head. Yeah. Thanks, Yo, Tyler. I thought we were going to get away without listening to this guy all night. <laughs> this guy at least has to have some sort of rant in there. I love storylines, and nothing is a better storyline than Al Horford going to Philadelphia to keep up that Sixers-Celtics rivalry, which really doesn't exist right now because the Celtics completely own Philly's ass. Nothing would be sweeter than getting three-to-one wins over Philly next season over Al Horford to show that you should have never went over there. I just like that. Even even if Al Horford gets a W over the Celtics, I just want something back and forth between Philly Boston. There's something brewing there, and these two teams, they're still working their way up. They are the future of the Eastern Conference. I want to see in about two years, three years, that these teams are always fighting in the Eastern Conference finals, like for like, you know, three, four, five straight years. I want that to happen. I want Philly versus Boston. I want that smoke. So Al Horford going there just kind of adds to the story of what happens for the Sixers. So he's got to go make his money. That's absolutely fine. I know it's like kind of a weird move. You're going to hate it. We're going to boo him. If you're at the Garden, you got to boo him. He's on the Sixers. Stop being soft out there. Oh, why you piss on his jersey? He went to your rival. It's like someone going from the Red Sox to the Yankees. It's like if someone goes to the Celtics oh, Lakers, Celtics Philly. It's just going to a rival. I don't like it. So, Horford, you're adding to something like that. I, I, I do enjoy where it's going to end up going storyline. Personally, my favorite part about this whole thing, um, if you're new to this, I go to Penn State. <laughs> cool. Uh, in Pennsylvania, all my friends are Sixers fans. And the, the entire two years I've been at school so far, Al Horford stinks. Al Horford's overrated. Al Horford's not even that good. And as soon as they sign him, I texted him. I'm like, oh, congrats. You got a wicked player. It's like, Al Horford's going to win us the championship. I'm like, you guys just flip <laughs> on a dime, oh, you God. morons. <laughs> But so, still, but just saying, it's smart that someone did say that Horford was it four years. So by the time he's in his fourth year, he's going to be like thirty-seven years old, making twenty-five million. Like that's they're they're trying to do the short term with Al and see what he has in the first or second year. But I think it hurts them in the long run. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're in a win now mentality, which I don't see. They're, the win last year. they're tied down in a lot of contracts. They're tied down with that shit. Yeah, they signed Yo, a bead big last year. Um, who else? Uh, Tobias came back big. So they're going to no cap in like well, five years. On. Now we can move on to Kyrie. All right, Kyrie. Yo, Babs, do you like golden showers? Love them. <laughs> Only way I like to shower. Nice and yellow. Okay. Yeah. First steps admitting. <laughs> so, yeah, Kyrie goes to Brooklyn with KD. Kyrie is going to be the most hated man in Boston, uh, despite Al Horford's move. I guess I was reading this. Uh, I think it was from The Athletic. Maybe it was J. King, Jared Wise, one of the two. And they were talking about how this move was talked about, obviously, since the All-Star break. And it was borderline official two months ago, before the playoffs even started. Like, they were each going to bounce. KD, I guess, told the Warriors front office before the playoffs started he was going to leave. That's why he just really, 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 really did not want to play in the playoffs. And he tore his Achilles. So, Again, GRD, you ever to give me credit? Because when Kyrie went out there on the court and said, I want to stay in Boston, I was the first one to say he's not staying. I thought he was going to go to the Knicks. I told you about the whole market thing. We won't get into it. But Kyrie going in LeBron's shoes a little bit here because he's going to go to the Nets and everyone's already putting them as like a top four team in the East. Don't forget that even though now they're going to have KD over there, KD is not – he's not He's not playing next year. Like he's not going to play since sitting out. 
I see that the Nets will tank on purpose. The Nets are going to be similar to the Lakers this year or the last year, whatever it is. That I think the Nets will purposely not do that well, get a high draft pick, heal up, stay healthy, rest Kyrie, and get ready for the following season. What are you, a fucking analyst or something? <laughs> Brian Windhorst over here. Analyst. Listen to me. Listen to me. All I'm telling you this, ride the wave media, we got to do something when Kyrie comes back. When Brooklyn Nets come here, we got to do something. Why don't we, we do something going to Brooklyn? What's stopping us from going to Brooklyn? I don't think Kyrie I'm will like, play when they come to the Boston. I guarantee he takes a rest day or he's sick or something. I do not see Kyrie playing in the, the garden this year at all. Ah, that shit will be fucking good. <laughs> like, I do not – like, I'm not even trying to make, like, a bit. Like, I generally don't think he's going to play the Celtics once this year. And if he does, it's in Brooklyn. Why don't you think that? What do you mean? Do you know who Kyrie Irving is? He's one of the weirdest dudes on the entire planet. He's, if he gets, he's soft. He, even when he was wearing Celtics, like, all he got was his, like, hate all the time towards the end. Just getting bashed, his, his head just beaten in by the media and the fans but and everything. For Kyrie's sake, imagine coming into the guard and, and winning. Like, yeah, you know, like but I don't see that like happening. That. I mean, just having that little swag on. No, I see. I think he's soft as baby shit. I agree. I think he'll come in here and he'll fold, fold like a lawn chair on Fourth of July, sitting at the beach watching the fireworks. I just think Yo. that. Go ahead. What's yours? What's yours? You want the floor? Go ahead. Yo. Have you been thinking about that shit all day? <laughs> it's been up a sleeve. Yeah. I you get shot in the fucking face with a Roman candle. Hey, uh, no, I don't want to do that again. This, all I'm telling you this, I think that we should target against Kyrie about not signing those fucking basketballs for the charity. He could yeah. suck my balls. He just said, I'm not interested in that. So like, someone, right, came cool. out on, someone came out on Twitter and actually showed a basketball that was signed by Kyrie claiming that it was one of the nah, charity balls out there. There was a, uh, in the comments are all, it was some, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, and, and GRD knows this story. When I was doing the Gronk Spike Challenge, I went to the organization and they told me that Kyrie's part of that organization. And they went to Kyrie the second he came into Boston because he did a bunch of stuff in Cleveland. Hey, can you do things in Boston? And he said, no. I want to get settled in Boston and see if the fans like me. So the second he did that, I knew he wasn't staying. Because once you start doing charitable things in the community and you want to put your name out there, it might make you want to stay a little bit more. The guy was never staying. He got Remember, remember this. He got traded here. It's not like he wanted to come here. He got yeah. traded here. So it just shows Yo, that he's never going to stay here from day one. What do you think you are, a fucking psychic? You're a fucking psycho. I predicted this right. That's the only thing I ever got right in my, in my life. <laughs> I predicted that shit, right? No, no, I went on Instagram the day the way yeah. went after, and I Yo. predicted it. Yo, you fucking slob! Why don't we do the same bet this year and do twenty thousand? Twenty thousand likes? Yeah, you'll, you'll buy them. Yeah, let's do that. All right, let's let's shape this up now. I'll make this a Instagram video. So, spiking. I've obviously I'm sure you've seen the tattoo. Got the tattoo before. What, it was in August before the season even started. Super Bowl, 53 champs. Pats go on and win it. So, are we going to do a, uh, a Super Bowl 54 tattoo as I'm here? Listen, I don't care about your stupid 20K bet, likes this and that. I don't want supporters on my side. Because <laughs> there's people last year, we got this. And you know what? You, I was a man of the bet. You said 10K, 10K likes. It happened. Got it. And then I got all this negativity. And guess what happened? They won, they won the Super Bowl. They won 11-5. I got people saying, oh, you had Super Bowl 52. You added an extra eye, blah, blah, blah. You know what? I just want to run it back. 
I believe in the Patriots again because they weren't supposed to win last year and they have a better team going forward this year. There's no competition in the AFC for them. They're going to go back to the Super Bowl. They're going to be in Miami, hey. and I'm sure of it. Now it's not, it's not just a bet. It's me being sure hey. that they will be back there and they will win the championship. Hey, do you actually <laughs> believe all the fucking bullshit that yeah. comes out of your fucking mouth, guy? All that fucking bullshit that's coming out of your mouth, man. How the fuck do you even, like, remember the same shit over and over? you telling yourself it's going to happen, it's going to happen. You Over and over and over. That's what happens with sociopaths. I believe if you keep doing that over and over again, like, they believe in it. But, no, I just want to get it again. I believe in it. I believe in my fans. I believe in the haters. I want that smoke come at me because just like someone out there says, oh, you only do it for likes and clicks. Okay, buddy, come at me. I want that. All right, we'll touch on that in a little bit. But in terms of Boston free agency, we did get, I guess, the Walmart version of Kyrie and Al Horford when we had Kemba Walker and Ennis Cantor. Kemba Walker, I like a lot. I wanted him. That's fucked up. Hey, Skills-wise, you can't compare that. That's why I was going to bring it up. Kemba, very good player. Not as good as Kyrie, obviously. I think he's going to be a way, way better fit in Boston. Uh, Ennis Cantor, I actually like the signing. Dude can't play defense for the life of him. Um, gets points and rebounds. That's all we really need. You have, I hope Robert Williams takes a jump this year. Don't know. He's still really young. He uh, saw limited minutes last year. But Kemba and Ennis Cantor come to Boston officially. I think it was what a four-year, 141, and a two-year, no, or one plus one, 10 mil for Cantor. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on these signings? I'm, a, I'm happy with them. Like, I think the, the whole hate Kyrie Irving thing would be a lot bigger if we didn't get Kemba Walker, you know? Like, it would be that much bigger. Getting Kemba Walker kind of, like, shushes everybody up for a little while. And he's a very respectable player. I'm excited to have him on our team, man, to be honest. I, I like the Kemba Walker move just because, yes, you know, Kyrie is, you know, quote-unquote a superstar that's supposed to be leading a team to championship, and Kemba seems more of that – He's, he's a star, but more of a role player, and he'll find his role with this team. There's a lot of playmakers on the Celtics, and everyone needs to come together as one. It's kind of like something with the Warriors. Like, everyone brings something to the table on any given night, and I think that that's where the Celtics have to focus on, where they shouldn't just be relying on, say, Kyrie all the time or Kyrie's hogging the ball. It should be something that they work together as a team. I think that bringing Kemba in, he can accept that Celtic culture. He can accept what Boston's all about. He was today, I think he was on Newberry Street walking around and already signing autographs. He he's gonna he's gonna really enjoy that love that comes from Boston. Did you he's see never his been uh, love like this before? Did you see his player tribune article? That show was deep. Yeah, I mean, like he's saying all the right things. We also heard Kyrie say the right things. He made a commercial. I'm I don't think yeah, it was Kyrie is, at all. The but... difference is Kemba Walker is coming here as a free agent. And that should be the big thing that Celtics fans need to realize. He's not traded here. He was never forced here. He could have went anywhere else if he wanted to. We threw the money at him. He could have went anywhere else and got money, and he could have got paid anywhere else. He came here, and that's a big difference. Same thing, I think Horford was a free agent, correct, when he came here? Yep. He wanted to come here. And that's why people are saying, like, you know, we like Horford because he came here. He wanted to accept it. How about That's the last time the Celtics signed a big free agent? Was was Gordon Hayward a free agent too? 
Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, but but before that, before Horford and, and, and Hayward, there was really no times where they brought in a big free agent here. Kemba feels like that. Now it's not your superstar, top elite guy free agent, but it's still Celtics fans should be happy because it felt like the world was tipping over, man. Like you know how they say the earth is flat and it's just flipping around, flipping around. Putting the Celtics nation back and forth. After the draft, people felt down and out. Then all of a sudden, boom, you got Kemba Walker coming in. They should feel happy. Getting Kemba in here starts getting other free agents that want to start coming in here. Babs, you mentioned the Warriors. They get Clay Thompson to resign and D'Angelo Russell trade it to them. I'm not sure. Well, Clay obviously can't come back this year towards ACL. You have a D'Lo, Steph Curry backcourt. Maybe Clay sneaks in during the playoffs or something. I, if you're going to sub out D'Lo for KD, you're obviously going to go down a little bit, but it's a pretty good. It's like it's just, better than nothing. Just remember, too, they got Draymond Green, and this is going to be his last year on the Warriors. He's got $18 million coming up, and then he's an un, unrestricted free agent after that, too. So, like you just said, they don't have Clay for the season. They won't have him, and they're not going to rush him back at all. He's done for the entire year. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see what Draymond do, does. I think he's going to be a big key player. Does he have a big, fantastic – like, that guy can – just to, uh, just phone it in the entire season, still get a max contract somewhere the following year. So it's going to be interesting. I think it really relies on how his playing style does for the Warriors. There's even reports are saying that like the Warriors are going to trade D'Lo after the season just to get more cap space. I think this was just kind of a find someone for Clay while he's out type of signing. Yep. Like he's not going to be a long term. That's what everything's saying. I think he's going to get traded eventually. End up in Minnesota. Like I thought he was going to sign in Minnesota. Uh, him no, and Kat, but guess no not. matter what, the Western Conference is still wide open in my eyes. Yeah, I mean, the league's I mean, evened out now. Yeah, it's like Lakers, the East, Lakers are supposed it, to get Kawhi. Like that's going to be finalized. It's, about, it's already done. Um, you still got like Houston. That what? you still got. Well, yeah, something just came oh, out. Yeah. Like like I just said, it's it's. I didn't say it's finalized. I said it might be finalized soon. Something came out. It was. Just, I don't know if it's a fake tweet or not. Those things happen. I always get them wrong. Yeah, you're a blockhead. I mean, what it happens after this podcast is over, you're going to be like, okay. Yeah, we'll run it back. Just like I okay, said, so Kemba Walker is going to wear number five. He's going to wear number five. It's going to happen. I kind of want him to wear number eight just to have, like, the jersey sales if you had an Anton Walker jersey. Like, you don't really need to buy hey, a new Ryan. one. It's eight Kemba Walker right there. Ryan, if Kemba Walker doesn't wear number five, I get to get a super soaker. Squirt gun and shoot you point blank right in the face. Only if it's a golden shower. <laughs> nah, I get to choose what I put in it. Uh, what I are mean, your options? It wouldn't be the first time. Remember that time in eighth grade where I came to your house and you took a tub of water and you put mayonnaise and ketchup and you pissed in it and then you just threw it on. Yeah, and and it. yeah. That was that was crazy. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> hold on. These are, the, these are the stories. I've been tormented my whole life and bullied. They don't understand that. These are the stories that this show is about. You need to elaborate. You can't just dip our toe in the water. You have to take a cannonball into this story, dude. I'm hey, one sad. time, one time, this guy was coming to my house. All of a sudden, I knew he was coming, and I there was like a roof above the door that you go in to walk in my house. I. <laughs> I did all that stuff that he just said, plus I put some Mountain Dew in there, and then I, I went on that roof and I dumped it on his head. You didn't see him on the roof? Snapchat. <laughs> nah, it was uh, like, you could not you could not expect uh... that. <laughs> and I was carrying like a bunch of food. I just went down the street to Jim Subs, and I was getting a bunch of subs for us and all that. So I'm not paying attention. I'm like making sure I'm holding it so I don't spill anything. <laughs> He's just walking on the street. And then he out, spilled like... it on me and goes, 
Babs, get your bitch ass back to gyms. You soaked all our food. <laughs> <laughs> we out here. Sure. All right. Uh, speaking of Warriors, Andre Iguodala traded to Memphis. This has to be because like he's been just publicly airing out everything the Warriors has been doing these past like four or five seasons. He's been going on talk shows. He wrote a book. Everything like behind the scenes, he's been kind of airing out. He's just saying nobody's going to the Knicks and everything. Obviously, it's probably for Cap. It's probably for the right reason. I think it's a spite trade just because it's more fun to think of it that way. But Yeah, well, now he's on his way to the Lakers. Yeah, he's going to get bought out. So, no, I think it's pretty much like guaranteed he already like made his decision to the Lakers. I saw a pretty credible tweet. Yeah. Uh, two more things for NBA free agency. Nobody goes to the Knicks. The Knicks might be the worst franchise in the NBA. Even A. Smith out there. You see him taking his jump shot. Shout out to Woke Gene for that. I started dying laughing. He like <laughs> hugged that lady on uh... – ESPN this today. He was <laughs> I love just how in character he is all the time. Stephen yeah. A. Smith. Like it's his brand. Like as soon as the camera goes on, he's Stephen A. Smith. But like as soon as the camera's off, he's just Steve Smith. And then last one, Kawhi's still unsigned. Does everyone think he's going back to the Warriors, Lakers? What are we thinking? I'm gonna give a shot. I think he's going back to the Warriors. Back to the Warriors? <laughs> That's what you just said. Oh, I'm a back to the Raptors or the Lakers. I think he's I think he's staying in uh Toronto. I'm gonna give a shout out to Killer Kev. Uh he's been saying that he's gonna go to Clippers. I, I just like the dark horse, like goes he down. He ruled them out today. They really I, I don't believe it until I see it. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things that's gonna shock you. Like Horford to the Sixers like kind of shocked everybody. Yeah, yeah. The the, the D D you know, it shocked everybody. So um, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening. I mean, I think if he leaves Toronto, Toronto, I will fucking laugh. At I think he's done with Toronto. I think he should go somewhere else. So do you know, so the, I'm just going to compare these two things. Say he goes to the Lakers and I see nobody making a big deal about this. Like when KD went to the Warriors, I was like, Oh, Katie's a snake. He's ring chasing. Why is it different if Kawhi, maybe because he already has rings and he has a better resume, but Kawhi is going to. LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And I don't think anyone really cares. They're just like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Maybe it's the LeBron factor because all the LeBron stand morons out there. Like you just said, KD went to the Warriors to get a ring where yeah, yeah. I had already won it twice, twice as a finals MVP. So people – and KD has opened the door. And, and LeBron has opened the door, this whole new big three thing, and everyone's going everywhere, superstars. So I think it just – people look at Kawhi. He's not really – he's not a loud mouth. He's quiet. He's to himself. People are like, oh, just go ahead. Go do it. But yeah. will that affect his, like, legacy that he's, like, having right now, like, best player in the NBA? So, yes and no. I mean, I, I see what you're saying there, but it would be better for him to go out to a different team and go win it on his own again. But he doesn't have to prove anything to anybody, and he's that type of player. You don't give a fuck. Like, you don't care what you say about him. And that's great. It's great to have that. He's not going to be vocal about it. He's just going to go out there and play basketball. I think he said he doesn't do it for the fans. There was some quote out there. Like he just does a robot. <laughs> yeah, he just does it for himself. So do you think he'll ever win MVP? Like that's the last thing he needs on his resume, really. If he's going to do it with anybody, it's going to have to be with the Lakers or he's going to have to. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. If he cares about his legacy that much, he needs an MVP, as we've seen with KD and Steph. You're not going to win it when you have two like. I just think of why went to a team that's. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to make a good example. But the Clippers. Let's just say the Clippers. Like where's green and white in Boston? But, but but if he went to a Clippers team and then won it again, like three teams, three different times and finals, dude. Like he'd be like top five all time. 
Is he the only player or like the first player in forever that won finals MVP in both conferences? I think the first player to ever do that in both conferences. I mean, LeBron won finals MVP with the Cavs and Heat. So he's done it with two different teams. East, East. Yeah, but, but they're in East. East. Yeah. But no, I know what you're saying. Like West. It's I, I, cool. Yeah. Uh, last thing, Golden State retired Katie's number 35. This is kind of dumb. <laughs> they should retire Stupid. number nine for Iguodala. He was with the team longer, won a finals MVP, they're gonna, they're won the same. The they're just going to retire everybody's number that got them a championship in those couple of years. They're just going to start doing that. I mean, I think it's I think it's stupid. The guy comes in here, I get it. Like, you know, he won a finals MVP. Probably the God, best warrior ever. To win a ring. Like, they don't need him over there. So, I think it's more of like, uh, we're so sorry we made you play and tear your Achilles and you're going to miss the season. We're going to yeah, retire. Yeah. Like, which is, they're trying to make it up to him somehow just to kind of like leave it out like that. All right, Spiking, you mentioned this earlier. I think it's also a move to like, I think that's also a move to like make KD like know that his home is in Golden State because he's not really welcoming OKC. Yeah, so. You know what I mean? Uh, what are your guys' stances know. on like burning jerseys? I know that Rise the Wave Media posted something about Al Horford. Someone just, I, I don't know, I didn't see the whole video, but I saw there's a lot of people in the comments. I'm unfollowing, blah, blah, blah. Get over yourselves. You're not that important. If you're going to unfollow, go kick rocks, dude. But like, and, yeah, and you're still going to be lurking, anyways. You know how many people say, I'm going to unfollow you? I'm going to, and it's same thing to GRD. They do it to us all the time. And guess what? You're still going to be lurking. You're still going to be commenting on things. And then you're still going to hit that follow button when we do something amazing. <laughs> if we comment, like, if they comment on our stuff, that only helps us. Yeah. End of the day, you're like, thanks. Who cares? But what are your guys' stances in the whole burning jerseys? Or the what's new now is, like, they fake the lighter that goes all the way up to the jersey, and they put signs down. I think it's cheesy. I think it's all dumb. But, like, I don't know. I, I agree with you 100%, man. I, I think that the burning the jerseys overplayed. You know what I mean? It's, it's run its course. It was cool for a couple years. And it, it's just like, you know, it's going to end up happening. I want to see something different. I want to see something that hasn't been done before. You know, it's just for the clip. That's for a quick click. But I just want to see something like the pissing on the Horford jersey. That's fun. That's something different. Not a lot of people do it. And I know some people say, how did he stick up his middle finger and also record at the same time while he's peeing? Like, you know, there's, there's things around it. But uh, do something different. Do something that something as no one else has done before. And uh, the burning jersey is over, please. Says the guy that burned fucking forty jerseys. <laughs> Is that I mean, true? The last, jersey, the last jersey I burned was Leonard Fournette, and that was like a year and a half ago. I didn't burn well, any. Of the wait, jerseys. why do you have the beef to burn? Uh, was it the AFC Championship? I burned the AFC Championship. Right. I wanted some Jackson. And here's the difference: is yeah, I burned a jersey, but I you know use it as a promo in a video. Like I need some of that Jacksonville heat. I need to warm up a little bit. Like you, you know. Wait, wait, wait. Jared, you burned the Blues jersey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you burned. Where? I don't give a fuck. You, I'll burn your fucking house down. <laughs> That's Carson. Wes came in and said you should have put liquid nitrogen on it and then smashed it. Like that's something that's never been done before. Yeah, yeah. And I'm giving someone cool. an idea out there now to do that because that's why are you giving my shit away? Because <laughs> you're not gonna do it. Oh, How yeah. about me? I took an Antonio Brown jersey and I quote unquote threw it on the river. Like that's something different. So did you see uh, that bridge? Oh, the real did you see Antonio Brown's ring he got? Like the only ring he'll ever get with the Raiders is the common joke going around. It was the one of just the goat. Nah, I didn't even see that. I got. He just has a studded ring. 
just a legitimate goat like ring. I'm like, dude, you're not even the best receiver in the league. A, B, you're never gonna get a Super Bowl ring. And C, like, telling Tom you Brady's right now, the goat. <laughs> AFC title game, Raiders Patriots. Just just saying Ooh. it right now in, in July. July first is today. So Raiders Patriots. Raider Patriots is gonna be the uh, AFC title didn't game you, coming up. Didn't you say that last year? Uh, yeah, and Oakland went. Oakland went to the course last year. You know, I, I said. I, I think I said Colts like we're in there too. They were in the mix. I, I was big in the Raiders last year. I was big in the Browns one year and they went 0 16. Now look at them. <laughs> no, I, I think it's it's Colts or Raiders, but I'm gonna say Raiders. I'm sticking with it. I think people and here's my conspiracy theory. Look at the Rams going to the Super Bowl, right? That was great for the LA market because they're opening up the stadium. You kind of need the Raiders to go to the AFC title game and or the Super Bowl because you want to get them ready for Vegas. So you want a good team to go in there, play, ticket sales, all that. Just saying, NFL, they're they're fishy like that. Hey, Babs, you should go burn a jersey so you fucking cool down your cold-ass takes. Yeah. Freezing cold. Freezing cold takes. That Instagram probably had so many of my stuff saved, and they've been waiting to use it, but they never do, because I'm always right. <laughs> he goes, the only time I'm right is this tattoo. Now he's <laughs> All right, I need to get into this. A uh, little behind the scenes at Ride the Wave Media. Uh, Babs, or Spike King, kind of lost it this morning on CLNS Media, in case you saw the, what was that, the emergency press conference type of video. All right, let's Air it up. Let's see what yeah, happened. I need to know what little, happened. He gave me a little pep talk today and made me want to run through a brick wall. If anybody oh, – right, let's lead off with the pep talk. Lead off with the pep talk. If you were on that phone call – so I got home. I, I work. You know, I actually have a job for a living. Because this tattoo is on. <laughs> so, no, I got I got home and I, tr- I try to look at everything. And GRD said, hey, have you seen some of the comments on the Horford video? I look at the comments and there's one comment that's from the CEO – and founder of CLNS Media, Nick uh, Jeslow, whatever his fucking loser's name is. So he Nailed commented it. nonstop, just shitting on you know the, the video. Someone pissing on it. It's a user-submitted video. And what we do is we'll post whatever out there. We want to share content. That's what it is. So he was pretty much saying how disgusted he was by it. We shouldn't be doing it. I have to unfollow them. And the fact he's doing it on his regular account and then on the CLNS media account, which someone else shared that with us, it shows that how much real estate we own in their head. So GRD is telling me, he's like, Babs, like, what are you going to do about this? Like, you're a fearless <laughs> leader. Like, you're, you're, you owe, this guy is publicly shitting on Ride the Way Media. Like, what are you going to do? And I looked at it and I started reading it. And I got pissed. I started getting heated at him. He's like, save it, save it for a press conference. We need you to get live on a press conference. And that's what I did. And I yeah, just wanted if to you if you got in the way of spiking this morning, like Dan Shea. Dan Shea got in my way and he felt <laughs> my wrath in front of 30 people. You got yeah. in my way too. You got you got a little bit nervous because we we had to go delayed today. We got a little delayed. Yeah, I was a little bit. No, Tyler, Tyler, this was almost your fucking first Funeral. Last podcast. Hey, I'll say it again. Without me, this show doesn't go up. Like, oh, really? I... <laughs> oh, really? About to fucking go hack your shit. The only person that and made burn me my house smile down, today—the <laughs> only person that made me smile today was Wes Hogan, and he's yeah, on vacation happy, right yeah. now. He made me a good. He made me. He he brought me back down to earth a little bit. But let me say this: CLNS Media. Like, I'm not here to compete against anybody. No, they We're just stink. We're here to work together. That's what we do in the Boston community. And just remember this: we're not real journalists. 
like we say it in our mission statement, we're opinionated fans that sometimes we want to be professional because we have some of these kids that are learning because some of these kids, 15, 16, 17, are going to go to college for sports communication are going to go right. We want to give them the platform. At the same time, we want to have fun. Guess what? You write to us that no one watch, like no one follows us and you just do things for likes. Yeah, we do things for likes. We do things for clicks. But we like to use that for a positive message. We like to do that in a positive way where we could take someone's story that means something and we could put it out there because it gets more eyeballs on it. More people see that because we believe in it. Just like other, other things like what's the word mass? Like it's very similar to them. Like they post some raunchy stuff. They do what they got to do. But when the time comes to it, they put some stuff on there that I would have never even realized is going on out there. Whether someone's sick, whether someone's lost, like whatever's going on. So that's what social media is great. You're going to use it for to be silly and stupid. I have no shame in myself, obviously. You can just look at me and say, like, this guy has way no shame, running around with eye black on at Celtics games, wearing a Stanley Cup champions hat, getting a tattoo. Yo, Babs. But don't come. But don't, wait, don't come. Don't come <laughs> and, and start shitting on us if you don't want that smoke. Because we have a loyal following out there, and those people that support us and got us this moment will take you down at any time. Seriously. I'm not going to go tell them to do it, but they'll see it and they'll do it. Yo, Babs. Would yeah. you give Robert Kraft a hand job for season tickets for three years? Absolutely. 100%. Dude, you uh, wouldn't have any more fucking arms left for tattoos, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, your arms. So, for the, fifth ta- for the fifth tattoo, where would you put it? I mean, a, a teardrop. <laughs> a little teardrop with the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, hey, no. I, hey. I, I'm, 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 what I'm doing next year, or this year, actually, because the season's coming up is I'm getting the tattoo again, and I am going to retire the tattoo. Pretty much stating that no one else can ever do this ever again. If you get the tattoo, you're dumb. This kid did it two years in a row. He won both years. You can't do it. You're never going to live up to the hype. So the tattoo, I'm ending. I'm going to end the tattoo thing. I'm going to end people getting the tattoo. You're like a tattoo exterminator. That's what I'm doing. Corey, do you have anything to chime in with this whole media debacle that went on today? Yeah, I do. I just want everybody to know, like, don't fuck with us. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> nah, I'm just saying. I don't even know who fucked with us in the beginning, but just don't fuck with us because we're just out here doing cool shit, making jokes. Like, everything we do is fucking joke. If yeah, you don't I'm literally joke, in my basement the right now. <laughs> the way. If we're you not... don't get the joke, then get the fuck out of the way. The Al Horford bullshit, it wasn't even anybody on our website's video. It was a user-shared video. But you tagged him on it. In the, yeah, in the he edit. was tagged. And I just did it for LOL, see what these people <laughs> will say if this kid's... Because I'm the person that went into Philadelphia and pissed on the shirt, and this motherfucker went and pissed on a new Philadelphia Sixers fucking jersey. Let me make another example, too, on the Spike King. Like, I, I said, I don't care if you go on the Spike King and you talk about <coughs> the bullshit you want. I really don't care. The fact you do it on Ride the Wave where we have 30 plus people, people who've already, who might not be with us right now that have worked with us in the past and still working behind the scenes and people support us. There's probably hundreds of people that are part of Ride the Wave. The second you want to go and ride the wave and say something on our account, you're hurting hundreds of people. So that's who I'm defending. I'm not defending one you know, person, I'm defending everybody else around us. But real quick, I just want to say this. This is similar to like during the season, someone sent me a video. He took a Josh, he took a Josh Gordon jersey and burned it after he got suspended. And he said, Oh, I figured, like, I had this jersey, I bought it, and he got cursed. The same time I bought Aaron Hernandez jersey, the things happened to Aaron Hernandez. I want to burn this 
to give a breath of fresh air to the Patriots. I posted it and tagged him, and I had a lot of people unfollow me because they thought it was me that did that, which I clearly stated, it's not me, you jabronis. And First of all, they would see you. You're looking lesbian looking ass. I mean, yeah, we had a similar body type, very, very obese in the top torso. Man boobs out there. But my thing is this we just post those things for user submitted. <laughs> it's user submitted things. You don't like it, go somewhere else. Go play in traffic on the Tobin Bridge. I don't care. But we just post things to share things, share content, get a couple laughs, LOLs. Don't take things that serious. Yeah, lighten up. Yeah. I hate the internet. Sports entertainment. Sports and I'm entertainment. Sports entertainment. And I'm telling you this, the fact that you were coming on our page and doing that means we own real estate in your head, means ride the waves on its way up, and we are ready to take – we're ready to make some noise in Boston sports media. And it means yeah. you're fucking entertained. Plus, they just stink out loud. Like, <laughs> like, I followed them for a while. I was just like, I guess I'll follow them. But they just don't post anything fun. Like, I don't know. They do like – Journalists are not supposed to be yeah. fun. They're supposed no, to take everything serious. Nobody gives a fuck about the little bullshit that people post. We post all the big shit happening. We're at all the fucking events. We out here. Fucking any big business event. Super Bowl Spike heads over there. Any Boston Celtics event. I'm there. Come talk to us in person. Because I guarantee we'll blow your fucking head off with our common sense. Because we're real motherfuckers out here. Two, let's get it. They were just good people, but it's not like we do charities, though. Two things that will move on. Number one, Super Bowl 52, the day of Super Bowl 52, I got a little one-on-one interaction with Al Horford for a video, which had like 60,000 views. That's 60,000 views that you'll ever get CLNS Media. Like just a little interaction, one question, smile from Horford. He loved it. That's what we're all about, being real with them. Number two, me and GRD. You don't like us? Yo, I want to beat you guys. Up. We tell you where we are. We're always out yeah. there in public. We you don't hide behind our phones like Twitter keyboard warriors, dude. Like, we tell you where we're going to be. So yeah, if you want to come and talk to us and say either. something, say it in person. That's it. We're not here to fight. Like, I don't get that. But say it in person. We'll talk it out. Like, understand. The, uh, the T-gun smoke. I'll He's there with you, too. Up. I'll fuck anybody up in rock, paper, scissors right now. All right, 1v1 right now. Right now, let's nah, go. Nah, Hot nah, paper nah, scissors, nah, ready? Nah, nah, nah. I'm not no, good. you said you said anytime, anywhere, dude. You can't back down. Come to my house. <laughs> Sad. GRD just gives a uh, a rock paper scissors challenge and yep. backs down from it. I didn't lose. I'm still undefeated. Keep it going. <laughs> not wrong. All right, Sox and Yankees. They played let's in London. Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this shit up. The yeah, Sox we got two quick days. Sox, Yankees, London, nothing good happened. A lot of home runs, a lot of hits. It wasn't really baseball. Like, London didn't watch baseball. They watched football. Sports. Dude, they, what they put up in the combined two games, they put up 50 runs, correct? I don't think it was – I think it was 33. Oh, no, they scored 30 in the first game, bro. Combined. Oh, oh like combined. Oh, combined. I thought you were talking yeah, about combined. Yankees combined. Man, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The total – yeah, yeah. I, the Yankees scored 33 combined, I think. Great, and, great, great two days if you took the over. Yeah, the, the over hit the first the inning. The over in game two was 17 and a half. That was crazy. And that it, was it, highest in MLB history. Yo, yeah, you, guys know, you guys know when I went to London for a soccer game in Wembley Stadium, um, like, you know how the concession stands are at, like, places to buy food at Gillette Stadium and shit? Like, they legit have a freaking thing over there for, um, what's sports it called? Book. Yeah, sports book. You could bet on sports and shit. Great story. 
Awesome story. <laughs> Yo, you think that's here will ever happen in Boston? Yeah, the casino. So that's that's the thing that's gonna Yeah, you got stuff it, it's currently going through another uh decision at Beacon Hill, and then I think the Encore is gonna end up building like a multi million dollar sports book. And I think they're slating it for December. So that's what we talked about the last podcast, being able to go to the sports book, then taking the water taxi over to assembly, taking the orange line to the T D garden, going to the game, coming back afterwards, cashing out your winnings. It's Yo, gonna be man. awesome. I will tell you this real quick too about the encore the first weekend it happened. But in Boston, all the bars in Boston near the T D garden, dead. Dead the first weekend. Everyone's at the encore. Everyone was there at the clubs. Everyone was there at the bars. So I'm very interested to see what ends up happening like for, over the next year. Yo, Babs. Go ahead. Favorite Boston Bruin moment of all time? Favorite Boston Bruin moment of all time? I mean, it's got to be Tim Thomas. Game seven. Shutting it down against the Canucks. Just the entire game. Three game sevens in 2011, man. You got pushed three crazy. times in a row. So it's not one moment. I will say, in terms of one moment, it would be my first hockey game when I went to see Krejci, got the hat trick. Remember me, you, and Wardo went? That was a pretty fun time. Like, Mikey is salty out there because he's gone to so many Bruins games. And he's like, your first one, like, you get to see a hat trick. That's not fair. Back when tickets were like 20 bucks to get in, the great, great seats in the balcony. But, uh, yeah, I would say Tim Thomas, man. Just, again, that whole thing. Tim Thomas will always be better than Tuka Rask. Uh, Brian, where do you uh, go shopping for your cargo shorts? Uh, it depends. Walmart has some good prices over there. I've gone through a couple pairs already. The ones that I rocked the entire season were from Sears, ten dollars. I, I Sears, <laughs> like I was with T Guns. It's out of season. I went to the Army Barracks store in Saugus, and I said, "Do you guys have cargo shorts?" And like, we just put them away three days ago. I'm like, "Do you know who I am? I need those." They're just and like, they no. said, "Like, nope, nope, nope. We, we don't Yo. give a shit who you are." And Yo, I was like, "Okay, raise your right hand. Raise your right hand, and you promise that you um." Answer this with not lying. So, with um, the truth. <laughs> yo, how many how many days did you go without washing those fucking shorts? Uh, the Sears one. I went the whole season without washing them. Ah, that's so fucking disgusting. I, I, I might have washed them once because what happened was the the You're zipper not broke. lying. That's so the zipper broke, and I super glued the zipper together. So if I washed it, I knew they'd get ruined. I think I washed them once, and it was before the Super Bowl trip. I think I just I just wore them like all year from Thursday night football all the way to like through the AFC title game. Even for away games, for away games, Bro, for like anywhere at the meetings. When I was anywhere, anywhere, I went. Anywhere. Hey, you didn't lie. You're so fucking disgusting. Dude. <laughs> No, you got to – Pat's won the Super Bowl. You can't watch the bad luck. Yeah, it's like wearing a jersey that you never wash and you think it's good luck. Like, you don't you do not do that. Dude, you need to fucking practice personal hygiene. I know. I should – Ever since the mayonnaise, Mountain Dew, urine, and what was it, ketchup debacle, Babs. it's gone downhill since. Babs, if I gave you $500 right now to go shopping in the store – what store would you go to? Marshalls. Fire store. Great answer. Marshalls. Marshalls is everything, dude. Because you can you can get a lot of things. I mean, I got a lot of jerseys that you know, Corey. You know the deal. I get some. Sh- I get a couple pairs of sneakers on the on cheap. I can get a. They don't. I don't really have cargo shorts there, but uh, I go to Marshalls. Okay, thank you. 
All right, last thing, we'll wrap it up. Spiking, you mentioned this earlier. Uh, you texted it to us. Should a team go for the tallest guy out there and strictly stick him in there for red zone opportunities? I kind of thought about like how this is the fridge with the fullback at uh, Green Bay, but you just do it. So this was more of a GRD question. It's something we talked on the phone today. So we're talking about Taco Fall being that big dude at 7'6", seven, 7'7". Seven, seven, and GRD was saying, Babs, like, what do you think about if an NFL team just took a roster spot for a guy that's like 7'7", seven, seven, and they just strictly put him in red zone opportunities? Now, like, what point do you put him in? Is it the 15-yard, the 20-yard, 10-yard? Um, you put him out there, dude, dude's going to get triple covered. Like, you just put him out there, put your hands up, and you should catch the ball every single time. Um, oh, yeah. There's never a jump, though. There's some roster spots that get wasted every year. So it's something that could be interesting that you might, you know, activate them one week, deactivate them, throw them down. Like, uh, I think it's something that – and also in a game situation, prevent defense, just stick them all the way in the back in the end zone, just stand out there and be the tallest guy to uh, deflect it down. Look at Calvin Johnson, one of the tallest NFL players out there, and he killed Yo. it. Yo, Taco Fall is built like a fucking tin man, though. I feel like oh, that yeah, guy will get hit, fucking – Legs will yeah. crunch. That's, that's the thing about being tall in football is you don't want to be too tall. They go for your knees, go for a low blow, you're done. Do you know what I never understood? When Mike Rabel would come in for tight end, what, he was 7-for-7 seven seven for touchdowns like in his yeah. life. How did the defense just never know that Mike Rabel was about to get the ball after like the third time, fourth time? It's like He's in the game. They-, they announced that he's playing tight end. It works 7-for-7 seven seven times. How about J.J. Watt? Same thing in that year. Like, he got, yeah, like, he got defensive a couple touchdowns defense. left and right. And then, uh, yeah, the offensive touchdowns, technically. Yeah, he got some he was just out ones, there. Yeah. They, they put the same thing. They should, you know, there should be more strategies in the game like that. But No two-way players. Uh, we're going to wrap it up with a couple DMs if you guys have some up and ready to go. Yeah, I got one right here. Um, Sebastian Sick, 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 whatever your name is. Do you think Berrios can make make it to the 53-man roster for the Patriots this year? Uh, he's going to be one of those guys that's going to be a fringe guy again this year. We're going to see what happens. I want to see what Demarius Thomas has in store for him during the preseason. I don't even know if he's fully back and healthy yet, uh, but he's someone that could get cut. You already have Dorsett, Nikhil Harry, Julian Edelman. We don't know what Josh Gordon's status is yet, so that does open up a slot there. We have Dontrell Inman, and Inman could be another guy that's a fringe candidate too. Plus, you never know who else they bring in there. Um I'm interested to see what Berrios has, but Berrios is literally preseason. You got to bring everything to the table to make that 53-man roster. They have other moves that they have to focus on, like tight end right now and uh, an offensive line to uh, stock up on for depth moves. Uh, I got one from Collins underscore 17. Do you think we will see an improvement in Robert Williams this year? Time Lord. I mean, we're going to have to actually. like. It's going to see some serious year- minutes. Last year, he looked, like, lost at times. Like, a lot of players, like, vets made him look, like, really stupid. Um, I'm nervous. I hope that he, like, worked on his shit this summer. We'll, we'll be able to tell uh, Summer League. I can't out of all the that. rookies, who do you think the best one's going to be? Out of Williams, Edwards, Waters, and Langford? For some reason, I like this kid Edwards, but... I'm going to leave that open. That's something that we could reach out on to in a couple more weeks once we start seeing him. In, uh, yeah, I think he's more of an – like, I'll just touch on it real quick. I have a hot take. I don't think it's a hot take. I have a take, <laughs> period. <laughs> Carson Edwards is just going to be Eddie House. Fine with that. Perfectly fine with that. Shoot I, a bunch I'm, of threes. He's a good shooter, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the NCAA record in the tournament or something like that. 
So uh, I will say for Robert Williams, <laughs> don't don't like the nickname Time Lord. I completely hate it. I'm never going to be backing that up. But I just because we got to meet him on the duck boat last year, and I got to have him do a little chat with Ty Law on Facetime. I'm I'm rooting for him. I want him to be the I want him to be a future of the Celtic. I hope uh, he does really well in his career. That's why hey, I didn't want to go hey, out to Capella, dude. I got I'm on the phone with Time Lord. He said he doesn't like your fucking Spikehead nickname or your fucking Young Gronk nickname. Yeah, two TFB. You're holding up AirPods, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Gord, you That's have why to have- I didn't. I didn't want to get Capella real quick. I was attention on that because, like, I believe in Williams. You draft him for a reason. Capella better than Williams, obviously. I'm not going to say he's Robert Williams is better than Clint Capella at all. But Capella has a huge contract. When Williams is essentially the same type of player, like all Capella got paid for, he gets rebounds, he gets alley oops from James Harden, he blocks shots. Why can't Williams, who was what seven feet tall, has wicked long arms? Block shots, get rebounds, catch LUs for a rookie deal. I'd, I'd rather develop him and not spend the money for Clint Capella. So, yeah. so Tyler, I got a question here for you. This is going to be up your alley for Sox and Four from uh, Brendan Alexander. Is PD done? What does this mean for the Sox and what will his role be going forward? See, we get this question every single week. But we, we, get, we get that. Wait, what's his name? Brendan Alexander? Yes, every <laughs> single week, dude. Is it like 23? Every single week. And we answer it every single time. Dude, come up with another question. <laughs> every single time. Uh, yeah, for the billionth time. Vajoya's uh, done. Cooked. Out of here. Uh, as role going forward, probably just going to watch. Like, <laughs> he's not going to be playing second base for the millionth time. I bet this kid's going to ask the next episode, is sale done? Yeah, no, sale's fine. Like... <laughs> Bunch of morons. Not even morons. Moron. Dude, ask another question. I made a promo video for him too, hey, so we stop asking. Tyler, no. Tyler. Yeah. Tyler, is this podcast done? Yeah, we'll wrap it wait, up. Wait, I got one more question for you, GRD. Uh, from Brian, my man Brian Davies underscore 18. What are your thoughts on Boston hosting the first straight pride parade? Only parades I go to have to do with sports. Great answer. Like that a lot. All right, uh, we'll end on that note, I guess. <laughs> uh, uh, I think that's really it. I mean, this one from the real one seven. This will be the last one. Does Keba have a higher ceiling in the Celtic system? Yeah, more opportunity to win. That's it. They're gonna win the championship. Do you think they're gonna win the championship? Do you, do do this now year, see them no. as a do now see them as a finals contender with Kemba? No, I think they need a another star. Unless Tatum could step up like he was supposed to, I guess this okay. year. My quick hot take on Kemba is Kemba's low-key right now. Come January, if that team is clicking, that team's balling, I wouldn't be surprised if Danny makes a big trade, bring in another guy, and they go on a run that nobody's expecting. All right. Out here. <laughs> there it is. All right, this has been episode two of Boston's Big Three. Check us out at Ride the Wave Media on our Instagram, ridethewavemedia.com if you want to check out our blogs. And we'll be on Apple soon. Yeah, we'll be, on, we'll be on Apple. We're getting there. We're getting a logo and everything. We're doing some trial runs before uh, the NFL season. I think that's when we're really going to start. Don't, don't come for my crown ever again, whoever's out there. Yeah, CLNS Media, we're just adding you right now. Uh, this guy thanks. wants all the smoke. Sponsored by 1100. Go check them out. 1100.com, I believe. I don't know. 1100. It's going to have some big things coming up this July and August. They're going to be doing tons of free giveaways. If you use code Ride the Wave Media, they'll be giving away Gronk signed uh, autographed jersey, autographed Tom Brady jersey, Jason Tatum jerseys. 
They're going to be doing a lot of memorabilia over the next uh, for free eight, for, eight, for free. free. If you use code Ride the Wave Media, the only one that won't be free is Tom Brady's jersey. It's going to be fourteen dollars, but. You use code Ride the Way Media, you get ten dollars off. So it's only four dollars. So you got to spend for an autographed Tom Brady jersey, which that goes at a minimum for fifteen hundred dollars. So it's a really great deal from one to one hundred. What they're going to do, we'll have more information in the following week. All right, thanks for listening. We will see you guys next week. Have a good Fourth of July. Uh, don't do stupid stuff. <laughs> at JPP. Yeah. We out here. Ride the way, baby.